I'm Sally Kirkman and I'm here with Christina Rodenbeck. We're from sallykirkman.com and oxfordastrologer.com websites. Um, and you'll know us through our regular monthly Astrology Talk podcast. And we're trying something new, um, Astrology Investigates. We're looking at some interesting charts, different people, different events to see what we can glean from the astrology. And today we're going to be taking a look at a fictional character, someone you probably all know, Sherlock Holmes. So what are we going to have a look at, Christina, regarding one of the top detectives, fictional detectives, Sherlock Holmes? Well, just in case you haven't heard of Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Sherlock Holmes was a, it was invented by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle as a great, great writer. Um, and, and he produced a lot of short stories, which were serialized in basically pulp fiction, um, in starting in the 1880s and, uh, right up until, I don't know what the last one was, um, 1920s, I think, but, uh, he kept on trying to get rid of Holmes because he was so sick of writing about him. That he, you know, he wanted to kill him off. So he killed him off once, but then he's resurrected and he comes back again. Um, and, you know, for Holmes fans, which I am, of which I am one, actually, I really love those stories. Um, mm-hmm. all know that he lives at 221B Baker Street with his mate, Dr. Watson, who, um, comes and, uh, comes to live with him after having, I think that Watson was a doctor in, He was a military doctor, maybe in Afghanistan. He comes to live with Holmes and then he starts writing these stories about this incredibly fascinating person that he lives with, who is a chemist, a junkie. He's got a, I think it's a heroin habit or is it a cocaine habit? People will be writing in because of course this is a great fandom. People will be furious if we get this wrong, but, um, uh, and a detective. So people bring their cases to him in his little flat. Mrs. Hudson lets them in. Um, sorry, that's my cat. I'm going to have to just, um, pause this or get rid of him or get him to stop meowing. It's the, when I say Sherlock, Sherlock, <laughs> Sherlock. Yeah, no, he's just purring now. Um, <laughs> so, um, so it's this one of the great, great characters in uh, literature is Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And there's, um, I mean, he has, you know, he's been reincarnated many times, hasn't he? And many people have played Sherlock Holmes and appears yeah. in all kinds of, you know, films yeah. to this day. Um, and also there's a huge fandom around him. Is fandom the right word? I hope so. Yeah. Um, but he's got massive fans. So they, you know, there's, and this is, this is what we're kind of wanting to investigate a little, isn't it? Because they, they celebrate Sherlock Holmes' birthday. Um, on Which is never mentioned, can I just say, in any of the books when his actual birthday was. So I find that quite interesting. Um, yeah, they, there is an age for him, isn't there? Because he's mentioned as being 60 in one of the books. So they've worked out the birth year. But yeah, the birth date, the actual birth date isn't mentioned in any of the writings. Um, and there's, there's some lovely theories around why January the 6th, January the 6th, 1854, is apparently the chart of Sherlock Holmes. 
Um, That's when the Phantom, which celebrates his birthday. And the first fan club was set up in the 1920s, I think, by this. uh, And they chose this birthday, not Conan Doyle. Um, So I have put up a chart for January the 6th. First of all, January the 6th makes him Capricorn, right? Mm. Mm. And you you and I would immediately say, well, he's a detective. Where's the Scorpio in this chart, right? Yeah. So I, thought I have to set it up with at least Scorpio rising to okay. make some sense of the Because Scorpio is the sign that we do associate with analysis, investigation, detection, mm. looking deeply into things. And um, Scorpio, the planet Pluto as well, we would want that to be strong or somehow very evident in a chart. So I just set it for 3 a.m., which is randomly chosen by me. There is no evidence that he was born um, at 3 a.m. I vaguely had a notion that that he may say somewhere that he was born in the at night, but I, I couldn't find it. Okay, and I mean, I think the you know the one nod towards Pluto Scorpio being important in this chart is that Pluto was at zero degrees of Taurus, so it had just moved in um, to a new star sign. But it's a bit weak and nebulous, isn't it? It's not, and it doesn't really. It doesn't bounce for me this chart. Um, There, and I think that's quite interesting. I mean, I don't think that he feels like a Capricorn particularly. Mm. You know, Mm. he's very. He's an interesting mixture of intuition and um, and practical science, because, of course, one of the things that's different about um, Sherlock Holmes is that he's using forensics. Um, So he's collecting, you know, he's finding the fingerprints. He's he's collecting he's, you know, he's collecting cigar ash. You know, he's noticing what kind of soil is on people's shoes, Um, Mm. all of that kind of very detailed stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, this doesn't strike me as particularly Capricorn-Sagittarius combination, which this uh, chart is. Yeah, I mean, it does have, it puts Mars in Virgo. That's which, helpful. That's, you know, that is that sifting through the details. It's kind of that eye for the detail, isn't it, that Mars in Virgo. Um, they're often very good at kind of um, design and the minutiae of, um, of matters, Mars in Virgo. I mean, it is quite an earthy chart, I suppose, but I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, there's the the reasons for it being January the 6th are very nebulous, one of which is that the guy who decided the date, I think it was called Christopher Morley, it's his brother's birthday, so. And, you know. and the, apparently Conan Doyle mentions Twelfth Night of Christmas twice in the in the Chronicles of uh, Sherlock Holmes, which seems to me an incredibly nebulous reason to yeah. use um, the other thing I thought was interesting, because we were reading up about it, is that it said an astrologer at the time had suggested that Sherlock Holmes would be born in January. And I'm thinking, well, what astrologer would have said that? And who was that? But of course, we can't really find that out. That's lost in the mists of time. I actually do feel he feel, think that he feels quite Aquarian. Um, so maybe that's what that astrologer was thinking. The mm-hmm. other end of January, not the beginning of January, but the end of January. Yeah. Um, would make more sense. I, I mean, one thing about the earthiness is that he is very much his his form of detection is very much about matter. It's about material things. Um, yeah. it's, it's not like he makes and he does make, uh, you know, connections between he is quite Aquarian. 
So that's maybe where that astrologer was coming from, not from this. I have got some other charts for us to look at, though, which mm. would be more revealing of, you know, uh, uh, they may tell us more. Yeah. Um, so let's just see if I can find my dear friend, Mr. Conan Doyle, who has the most fantastic writer's chart. You know, if you want to see a, a really successful I'm not saying that he would have to be a successful writer, but I'm so glad that he did. Um, because it, it, this is a great writer's chart. He he's got a lot of he's got a huge twelfth house, which is the house of imagination. Um, he's got Gemini rising. He actually mm-hmm. has Aquarius on the midheaven, so that's again rather Aquarian. You know, the thing that we know him for is this detective who, according to the six of Jan chart chart, is Capricorn, but actually has a lot of Aquarian stuff around him. His, his coolness, he's very cool. Um, mm. uh, Sherlock Holmes, he's cold. He doesn't have good, you know, intimate relationships. Um, uh, he, you know, he's got, he has trouble um, dealing with people. He gets very bored if he hasn't got problems to solve. You know, I feel this is all quite Aquarian. Um, yeah. And I noticed that Conan Doyle's moon is in Aquarius. And also, we're pretty sure this chart is very accurate, the birth time. Yeah. Um, so yeah. His- I mean, it's, you know, it's look at all the Gemini. Gemini and Virgo are the writing signs, both ruled by Mercury. And he's got a Sun-Uranus conjunction in Gemini. He's got Mars and Jupiter in Gemini on the ascendant. I mean, you know, he was born to communicate and 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 write, wasn't he? And and a lot of the, the stories are short stories. Is that right? So. Yeah, there's a brevity. There's there's short stories. They're written for these pulp magazines. I mean, um, and that it's he master. He's a master of the short story form. So he manages Mm. to help set a problem at the beginning of Mm. the story and resolve it by the end of the story, Mm. which is just a really marvelous thing. And they're incredibly sort of satisfying as little as these nuggets of um, you know information of pleasure of of a little puzzles, you know, so you get set these little puzzles, yeah. Um, which yeah. I think is really charming. And I do feel that's this very much this um, sun Uranus conjunction in Gemini is like, let me so- set you a word pr- puzzle, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, this, you know, Scorpio, there's no planets in Scorpio, but he's got Mercury, his writing planet conjunct Pluto. Yeah. Scorpio's planet. So that Mercury Pluto as well is that, you know, that's his detective writing, isn't it? That's his getting his detective hat on and becoming Sherlock Holmes as he writes these stories. Um, so it's a lovely chart. It's a really lovely chart for the creator of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, this this chart just bounces so much more than the so-called Sherlock Holmes chart. Um, it feels yeah. right. You know, there he is. In the, and also, of course, he was a great... Um, he was very interested in spiritualism. He was um, a member of the Psychical Research Society or whatever it was called in London. Um, he was interested in uh, mediums, etc. And all that fits with this 12th house Pluto-Mercury conjunction. The sun in the 12th is that he wants to find out stuff. He wants to look at the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that, I mean, if you were going to describe a detective – you would say, oh, Pluto Mercury conjunction. That would be that would be a good detective, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Absolutely. that 
um, that and the fact that it's forensic, the word forensic, I think is important. I also like this, um, the moon in Aquarius again. That's a quite a detached moon, and mm. that much more describes, um, Sherlock Holmes's character is this rather deta- he's very detached, you know. Yeah. And, uh, that's that's why he has to get the games afoot, Watson. That's why he has to get his deerstalker on and off they go. Yeah. Um, to enga- you know, he has trouble engaging with real life, which mm-hmm. also you see with this very, very 12th house person. Yeah. I mean, 12th house, I kind of often think you get people who like to sort of almost, you know, if you're writing, squirreling yourself away writing, there is a retreat, isn't there? A retreat nature of being a writer. But also, I mean, in Conan Doyle's chart, water is water, the emotional connecting um realm is is missing. There's there's, you know, there's no there's Neptunes in Pisces, but that's generational. There's no planets or angles, key angles in water at all. So, you know, to have this, to be writing about this aloof detective. Yep. Cold. Uh, I mean, he describes him as cold. Yeah. Um, I think let me just see if I have this description handy. Um from from uh, how he's described by Watson initially, um, I think it's really funny. So he meets uh, the first story was called "A Study in Scarlet," which I think was quite interesting. We don't have an exact date for that, unfortunately. Otherwise, we would have got a chart for that up. It's it's uh, November when it was first published. Um, it was November eighteen. 18- 87 i think okay so probably when the sun was in scorpio yeah exactly the sun was in scorpio and so we i mean for for me it's a he's a scorpio aquarius person you mm. know sherlock holmes mm. um yeah and i like also if it's a study in scarlet i mean mars the red planet's on conan doyle's Gemini ascendant as well. That's like the study in Scarlet. That's where we'll start. We'll yeah. start with the study in Scarlet. That will be the first one. <laughs> so Watson, who is the writer, so that's the other thing that's great about this is it's a um, that about Conan Doyle being a Gemini, right? Is that there's actually it's two people. There's two of them. There's Watson, the sidekick, who's doing the actual writing, mm-hmm. and and Holmes. So we could say that. For the writer, the writer has to inhabit, has to be both Watson and Holmes. He's doing two sides of his own character, which is classic Gemini. You know, you've got these two sides. They're rather stodgy because Watson is rather stodgy mm-hmm. and a bit serious. And and Sherlock Holmes is like this incredible Uranian bright spark. Yeah. Um, so one side is this, is the Taurus side, you know, with the... Um, Mercury and the Pluto and Taurus, and one side is this Gemini Uranian side, which is the mm-hmm. Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Watson describes, you know, says about um, Sherlock Holmes knowledge. He lists these characteristics: knowledge of literature, nil; knowledge of philosophy, nil; knowledge of astronomy, nil; <laughs> knowledge of politics, feeble; knowledge of botany, variable. Well up on belladonna, opium, and poisons generally. Knows nothing of practical gardening. <laughs> Um, knowledge of geology, practical but limited. Knowledge of chemistry, profound. Mm. Knowledge of anatomy, accurate but unsystematic. He, he says this from the point of view of a doctor. You remember Watson's a doctor. And uh, Conan Doyle was a doctor as well. Knowledge of sensational literature, immense. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, he appears to know every detail of horror perpetrated in this century. Uh, plays the violin well. Is an expert single stick player, boxer and swordsman. Has good practical knowledge of British law. So that doesn't necessarily, this is what Watson's description is, but then that doesn't necessarily tell you great detective really there. But it's interesting that he has very kind of limited but specific, um, rather the things he knows about, he knows incredibly well. And yeah. sometimes he doesn't bother knowing about it all. Yeah. Which is also very Scorpio, isn't it? It's yeah. like being an absolute expert on one thing and knowing nothing about some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which fits more that Mercury Pluto for me because Gemini's know about, you know, Gemini's their knowledge is wide and isn't it? Wide and superficial sometimes or light maybe. Well, um, and Conan Doyle yeah. has, had to have that, didn't he? Because yeah. he's he's writing the stuff and he's being yeah. Watson and uh, you know, um he's making the he's creating the problems. Yeah. And he's being Watson and Sherlock Holmes. So I love this chart for a writer and an inventor of a detective and a um an inquisitive, curious person. Mm. Mm. Uh, no, it's great. I agree. Agree. I've got another chart, and this is for you, Sally, because Yes, thank you. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, because I you know, the books, I think I read some of them back in the day. I mean, we're talking back in the day, but I know Sherlock Holmes through the TV series with Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock, Martin Freeman as Watson, and the wonderful Andrew Scott as Moriarty. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people kind of listening in here will know Sherlock Holmes through this as well. And this is, so we put up, we had a look at Benedict's chart. Um, and one thing to say about this is the time, it's 12 noon. Um, so, there is a time that's been given for him, but it's not that accurate, is it? We don't know how accurate it is. But what's super interesting, I think, about this chart is that when you draw it up for 12 noon, it puts Pluto, you know, the detective planet on Benedict Cumberbatch's ascendant. So kind of rising when he was born. So I think, you know, because of him playing, taking on this role of Sherlock. I mean, I love the fact that Pluto, Pluto's on the ascendant. Yeah. So this is the chart from astro.com and it doesn't, I can't remember what the rating is for this, but what, what, you know, you always have to be suspicious when a chart says 12 noon, you think really, um, but maybe it is. I have had clients born at 12 noon or 1201. Yeah. Um, so, pe- you know, somebody has got to be born then, but you do question. I mean, the other obvious thing is the North node in Scorpio with this, um, with his chart. You know, there's yeah. this detection and that that's the thing that's going to make him. Um, it made him it's the it was it the part that really made him famous, that Cumberbatch? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't know about that. I mean, he has been quite prolific, hasn't he, as an actor? Yeah. Um, he's done a lot. He's kind of one of those chameleon cancerian actors, actually, who, you know, they can um, reflect and and turn into many different roles. So I don't know about that. Um, but it is one that I think a lot of people perhaps know him as. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the interesting thing with astrology, isn't it? You know, if you're an actor or writer, your characters often show in your in your chart. They you can see them. They kind of they're aspects of who you are, um, and you can see why you may be drawn towards playing certain actors or certain characters. I notice that he seems to have um, the moon in Aries, probably. Yes. 
which is pretty good for an actor, actually, because it means mm-hmm. you're just channeling the stuff. If you can find that, it's like a shamanic thing. If you can find that part, then it can just roll through you. Um, instead of, um, you know, there's the kind of actor who, um, has to sort of really work at it and do the method maybe. And then there's a kind of actor who just like opens the lid and lets it come through. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Cumberbatch is probably that kind. Oh, he's fantastic in Power of the Dog. I was thinking, what have I seen him in that I really liked? Oh, that was fantastic. I loved him in that. I mean, that yeah, I think it wasn't Moon and Aries in um, The Birth Date for Sherlock Holmes as well. Yeah, yeah. Which I find quite quite surprising for Moon and Aries for Mm -hmm. a... um, uh, for a detective, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think he has got Moon and Aries in that sixth of uh, January chart. I mean, in, in Cumberbatch's chart, it is opposite Uranus as well. So the Moon's his career planet, if the time is correct, opposite Uranus, and he does. So there's, there's a he's quite unusual looking, isn't he? There's a, you know, he's sort of there's a quirkiness and an oddness about him, and he can kind of portray these odd characters quite well. He's not um, handsome. I mean, he's not a handsome guy. He's no Tom Cruise, right? Um, he's weird looking. And I think that is part of his USP is mm. he has an incredible voice become batch. Mm. I mean, that is his real uh, power, I think, is he's got a very, very beautiful voice. Mm. Um, and I'm just looking at his chart thinking, where is that? It, you know, maybe North Node in the second house or. Um, well, Mercury Venus conjunction in Leo. Yeah. Yeah. You think beautiful voice? That speaks beautiful voice to me. It does. Oh. I'm just looking at what Saturn's doing with that as well, because it's, it's actually Mercury-Venus-Saturn conjunction. It is. it is. And one of the things that's interesting about him is that he first came to my attention when he was on the radio, and he was in a very wonderful series. Uh, it's a really funny series about, you know, pilots. Um, it's a comedy. But he sounds incredibly old if you don't know what he looks like. And he was obviously yeah. very young when he was playing that chart. And I thought he was a man of about, you know, in his fifties mm-hmm. and he must've been 22, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that is a beautiful old voice. Yeah. It's yes. Venus, Mercury, Saturn. Saturn together in Leo. Leo. Yeah. It adds gravitas, doesn't it? Saturn. It adds yeah. a gravitas to, um, to your nature. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. Uh, so yes. So do we think he's a great detective? I think he's probably not a great detective, but a very good actor. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. Mars in Virgo again. <laughs> yeah. And it's great to have a really good actor's chart mm-hmm. and a really good writer's chart here yeah. and an iffy detective's chart. I would, I would sum up. Yeah. Think? I, I think I think we the astrology investigates have confirmed that that is not the birth date of Sherlock Holmes, eighteen fifty four. We would choose another one. We would choose yeah. a different date. Yeah, we would. It would be fun. You know, next time we should just choose a chart for him, right? Okay, we'll do that. Although, do you know, I think I might choose Conan Doyle's chart. That's yeah, why not? Looks like it. You know, why not? Yeah. Okay. See you Love next it. time. See you next time. Take care. Bye.